Okay. Uh, this is uh, uh, the, my podcast. The, uh, or, uh, my intro is awesome. Uh, Between You and I, the Bad Grammar podcast number five. I think. I wish it was number seven, because that would have been really perfect. <laughs> Quick, do a podcast. Yeah, do two. Yeah. Do two. Yeah, yeah, yes. Hey, Don't topic. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about yourselves. Talk All right. <laughs> five, five going on seven. That's what we're going to call it today. So we're here with Elizabeth and Celine and Valerie from Seven Year Bitch. Hello. Hellos. Hello. And um, last, so the last time I got to talk to most of you guys was at the benefit show we did for James Atkins and... Um, Everybody got to play, and uh, it was like a high school love fest reunion. <laughs> and and also, I don't know if you guys felt this way too, but I felt like I had to emotionally recover oh, yeah. a little bit, like yeah. just like surprisingly, um, because I feel like it takes you way back. Yeah. And then you've got and and that can churn up some things, and in a good way, and even a sad way, or whatever you know, yeah. cause everything's personal. And then and then sort of you have to go back forward into your daily life, and I was like. Mm. Like, not so easy. Like, I don't know, it just yeah. made me a little crunchy, like, because there's so much of that that brought up, like, oh, I really liked that. Yeah. Like, I like, here's what I liked about that time, or here's what I was doing creatively that I liked, and yeah. uh, warm and fuzzies about, you know, wish I'd talked more during that time or known people better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then to go back into an office, I was like, well, that's just shite. Harris, I think it was the second show, right, where he was like, all of a sudden, I don't even know what sparked the conversation. You guys must have been bantering or something. And he was like, Comet, class of 92. Comet, Tavern, class of 92. And I was yeah. like, that's totally what it was like. It was really- yeah. Uh, did you guys feel the same way? Did you sort of, uh, how was that show for you and all the being there? And Oh, yeah. I'd that love to was know how like, else feels. Honestly, it was, and I think I've said this a couple of times, is it was, it was, it was like magical. It was like, um, you know, going into it was exciting because when Ben was starting to send the emails around about the rehearsal schedule, you know, and you started to realize like everybody's in the same boat, relearning their old songs, you know, and stuff yeah. and, and talking about it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Right. You know, and all these names you hadn't seen in these group emails and, and texts and stuff that were happening. And that started getting like, wow, you know, it's going to be cool. But I really had no idea to what was really going to happen once it started. And it was like, it was like a reunion. It was like, oh my God, there's so and so, and there's so and so, and they're here, and you know. Yeah, I feel like I needed another week. Yeah, like I needed to be at camp and be like, no, I need to sit down and really think about this. Yeah, or maybe I don't know, maybe that's just me. But I remember when we we were like, oh, let's do a benefit because that's like the thing you can do. Um, and but people signed on really fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only I feel like there was only a week where people were like, well, I don't know if they're going to want to do that or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're in. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. like, oh, okay. Uh, so I, I thought that was pretty great. People rallied instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's like really yeah. a testament to, our, you know, to James and everybody's love for him and friendship for him. Cause I think he was really not expecting that either, which I don't think he ever expects anything. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's self-deprecating to the point of, right. Uh, well, like when he, um, wasn't feeling well and Greta was like, it's just like him to be like, nah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go to the hospital. No, yeah. I don't want to bother anybody. And she's like, oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you have to go to the doctor. <laughs> I need to go to the like, doctor. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I think, yeah, there's everybody rallying around that. And, like, that being the focal point, I know that was a huge yes. reason why the gifts just, like, came out of, you know, hiding. I don't remember how long it had been since you guys. You guys had done a reunion relatively. Oh, no, that was goodness. Oh, it was, like, 10 years ago. Okay. No, yeah, Hammerbox did one show, and I it was, like, 10 years ago or something okay. like that. So. Oh, wow. Um, and how did that feel in comparison to this 
You know, it felt a lot better. I don't know what happens. In, well, everything happens in 10 years. <laughs> and maybe it's between like the late 30s and then your late 40s. But I think enough really sobering things or life passage things happen where any anger or resentment you had that you were holding on to just were non-existent. Right? Yeah. And there was just a lot more softness mm -hmm. and a lot more love. Like a serious, not a desperate, but like an earnest like care. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, you know, like especially for, I think, for Hammerbox, I mean, you know, we... Maybe, maybe it's just my for four people together. I never hung out with those. I mean, I never hung out with those guys. I mean, it was just, it, and we were all so different. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true for Harris because Harris hung out with Ben and everybody. But, um, uh, and then you know, for us, sweet Dave and Dave can hear this later, whatever. But he was difficult. It was really hard. It was like <laughs> you know, he was really difficult. I mean. It's a, He's yeah. a problem child. He is. He was called Bummer Dave. It was his nickname, and he knows it. So, um, you know, he's just intense. Like, intense the way you're like, oh, my God. You know, like, you can see it coming when he's going to be like, I got to. His thing was like, I got to talk to you. <laughs> oh, no. Not again. What? About recycling or about what? You know, you know, what do you not like today? Like, it was, I wasn't prepared for a personality like Dave. I mean, I'm fresh from the Tri-Cities-ish, you know, like, and just, I had never met anybody like him. I mean, that he could suck the life out of any room. <laughs> he did. He did. It's nothing I haven't said to him, you know what I mean? I'm seriously. I mean, it was just like, coming into the room and you're like, oh my God. Like, Sorry, you're from Tri-Cities? I am, yeah. I grew up in Kennewick. Yeah. Oh my God, I went to college in Walla Walla. I moved here from Did you Walla go to Whitman? Walla. No, I went to Walla Walla University. Right on. I love Walla I pretended to be from Whitman. Whitman was cool. <laughs> Believe me. The Whitman Did students. you live in Walla Walla? <laughs> yeah, I went to college there. I didn't know that. You have to live there to go to college there. Do you really? Like in <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I went to Walla Walla University. Right on. And then I would go and hang out where all the um, at the, all the same places as the Whitman kids do. And I would actually hang out on Whitman, Whitman campus. Right. Because they were more my people. I was like, please. <laughs> I want to be, you know, because that was a seminary, so it was really strict. Right. Yeah. Well, they had like an amazing like. I had friends from Seattle end up going over there for the drama school that they have over there for acting. Surely you speak of Whitman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they did, but it was intense. Like I'm going all, you know, like little schools like that where people will be like, yeah, I'm, or read, you know, or things like that. So well, was into the arts. you know, Eastern Washington, which is also where Selene is from. Any, I remember oh, any really? any band Spokane, Washington. No way. Yeah. Why do I not know this? This is stupid. I'm 49. This I don't know this about <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. No. I now. To see you how. can't tell by looking at us, but we, you know, spent some time. I love there. it. But you know what's um, <laughs> any band that would play in Walla Walla, I would just be their fan. I would buy all their merch. I was like, I like this band because they came to Walla Walla and played. Yes. It's like that way in Spokane too. Like yeah. Hey, a band's playing in Spokane. I love that band. Yes, I bought yeah, every yes. record they make. Yeah. <laughs> and the Gas Huffer, Holy Ghost People, Matt's band before Gas Huffer, they oh, were really? from Walla Walla. Oh, were they really? <clears throat> Matt's from Walla Walla, too. I love that. I saw when we were in high school, Eric started bands. My brother Eric started bands before I did, and it was all hardcore. And so those are the first shows in the Tri-Cities. And then we saw, like, Black Flag in Walla Walla. Like, oh, yeah. That was, yeah. A, yeah. That was a famous, yes. epic show. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Where he took a chair to, like, Andy Monko and, like, a whole bunch of shit just went down. And you remember so, it much better than I do. Oh, my God, I do. Because I, I, at that time, like, you know, I was in choir. I mean, I was sort of like, oh, I'm New Wave, and I like music. But so you just ended up going to hardcore shows because that's what was going on. And, and I just remember being like, where's my brother? Like, in the foray of, like, you know, the circle that's going on. And then... Andy at the time in high school, 
which was just a provoker too. Like he'd just be a dick to your face. I don't know, just for amusement. And he decided to do that to Henry Rollins. Oh, I know what it was. He was up front and he was saying something smart assy. And the next thing I hear is uh, Henry Rollins going from one asshole to another. It took his mic and went whack and Ooh. smacked him in the face. Holy. Yeah. And then afterwards, <laughs> we're just, you know, everyone's like dispersing. I'm looking for my brother. And all I see is like Andy running and Henry Rollins with a fold up chair like, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and I was like, woo. I'm only new. All right. Let's get the car. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. kind of fun, though. I think that those places actually ended up having a lot of stuff go on that was cool to think about now even yeah make it up as you go one time you just reminded me of a story i have to tell because um we were playing this show it didn't have much of a stage it was pretty ground level you know maybe a smidgen of a stage anyway this guy was slamming around in front of me i'm singing he's slamming around in front of me and he was knocking into me purposefully and he came around once did it and i whatever stood back and did it and it was and he hit the mic into my mouth and it cut my lip and my lip was bleeding and I was just like you know and I kept singing or whatever Elizabeth saw it all right and the dude circles back around to come at me and she took off her bass and hoiled it above her head <laughs> had this like lunge stance and like looked at the dude like with her bass on her head like she was gonna crack him right over the head and he stepped towards us again and I was like Oh my god. That's pretty like, awesome. That was so awesome. <laughs> there is that's a badass moment where you're like, yeah. I will fight you. Yeah. Like, I will that was in St. Louis, Missouri. Is that where that was? I was in St. Louis. I remember it very well because I remember thinking, I had no, it was the heat of the moment, so there was no forethought. But then later, after the fact, I'm like, I could, I could potentially kill somebody with my base. I could yeah. hit someone in the temple and I could murder them with my base. <laughs> so I'm glad that he took the big old hint to yeah. back the fuck off. Once my lip was bleeding and he <laughs> like, like, I would have to take responsibility for that, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think, I always think about like, if my, I'd always say like, if my mom could only see what the hell's happening here. Right. Not that like I cared, but I was like, I just love that kind of thought. Like, hmm, what do mom think about that? But I just think about all the, um, aggressive moments that you just end up getting into that you probably wouldn't on your regular day. Yeah. Being your adrenaline. Absolutely. The potential fight. Like, I'm not a fucking fighter. Like, yeah. <laughs> but you get in certain situations where you're like, you are now. You I'm are. to kick you in the yeah. face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're about to be a fighter. <laughs> There's something that feels really good about that, though. Oh, I totally. You are in a power position if you're up on stage. You're like, I can't kick you in the head. You'll probably get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> supporting the crowd too. Everybody's been yeah if I need you I got a couple tools right. like exactly. <laughs> and I wanted about the weathered wall it was the I think it was the first Home Alive benefit and um, I can't remember her name I feel bad but she was reading poetry it wasn't Christiane at all it not even slightly was it her <laughs> um, somebody was up there reading poetry and I can't remember her name it doesn't matter mm. so she's reading poetry and she's getting heckled by one dude really mm. badly mm. really bad and then and she was just pressing on but I could her voice was kind of quavering and um and then he um, was like sloshed some beer on her and it was the first <laughs> night that I ever really met and hung out with Inga Musia you know Inga yeah yeah and again, that was just like this like adrenal, adrenaline moment. I don't know if you guys remember this. Remember. He was holding a beer like this, and I just took the, the base of the palm of my hand and just like uppercut him. So I just knocked the pint out of his hand. And then I thought, okay, 
All right, I just did that. That I'm was good. That. that was good. And then, like, a fucking circle formed around us, like, fight, fight, fight. No one was saying that, but it, that, was the imp- the, that was the implication. It was a circle. Like, now, what's the next move? You've done that. What happens next? And um, I, I was so adrenalized. Yeah. I don't even remember. I yelled. I, I said something to him, and Inga probably said a bunch of stuff to him that was better than what I said, um, because she's good with words. <laughs> And then we were, we were all hopped up, and then Inga's like, let's go drive around. So we got in her car, we drove around in Seattle. I was like, looking for a face to put our fist in or something, so let's drive around. <laughs> when, like, when, when are you going to tell your kids that? Like, when in your life now, I figure, when you're like now, you're like, I'm just punch you in the face. Like, <laughs> I kind of miss a little bit of that. It's like a little bit of powerful feeling, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I don't like that. We're seeing a side of karaoke you've never knew existed. <laughs> 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 <There's lots of laughs> well, that was part of my thing at the show too. Was I realized at the time, the Hammerbox time, like I didn't really hang out with anybody, really. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't. Uh, I think I hung up with Dave. You know, Dave Hawks. Yeah. For the whole time. Yeah. Ish. You know, it's right. it, it's not like him and I talked a lot either. And so, <laughs> Where is that guy? What the hell were you doing, he, Carrie? He's married. He has two kids. I don't know. I was just, Where does just he live? Does he live in Seattle. He lives in West Seattle. He has two, he's married. He has two kids, and uh, he's doing great. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, he's. I mean, Dave's an awesome guy. I always kind of forget. I was in a band sort of with him. Were you? Bit. Yeah, I played drums and dickweed a few a little bit. <gasps> oh right. my god, that's right. Oh my god, that. you and Terry. Yeah. And then there'd be like this one song we would do where everyone had a little solo and it would come to the drum solo part and I'm like, I reject this conceptually. And I would just, <laughs> and I would just hit the snare one time and then it would just like count the rest of the measures out. <laughs> what would they say? Nothing. Terry would probably be like, All right. Like, <laughs> they're probably high. They probably were. They probably totally were. Terry was high all the time. I probably was too. That's okay. So uh, yeah, I was. That, I was and I was. In, and I was. I've been in a couple of bands ish. Was like I wasn't writing songs with them, so I didn't really think of it as being in, right. Like, I'm stepping in as their as their drummer this month. Right. That's kind of fun, though. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I didn't have to. It was none, none of it was my equipment or anything. I was just like, right. there's a drum. Even I'm going to sit there. You got some sticks? I don't even have sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a drummer. <laughs> but they took care of it. And you're like, yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm going to do this for a while. <laughs> here's some sticks. Here's a drum key. Go at it. That's pretty awesome, though. <laughs> just you were like, I want to try that out for a while. Okay. You know, well, you're never going to get bored. I think it was fun, too, because there was just a lot of people you could play with at the time. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Anybody. Jam with many, many people in yeah. our space. I think that's awesome. I, I, I miss the, uh, uh, I was thinking about it yesterday. Um, I miss the knowing that when you have a regular like connection to being creative, right? You're writing songs, you know, and, and all of that. And you know, you're <laughs> this is not even superficial, but you're guaranteed to see your friends at least once a weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, once yeah. a month. Yeah. Cause now I'm like, what, what is it that I'm feeling so lonely about? I'm like, well, you used to have it like set up and into your life. Like yeah. you'd right. practice, you'd see everyone, you were all on each other's schedules went and to then shows all the time. went to shows all the time or they show that you play everyone and their dog that you know you get to see maybe yeah. not for very long right um, and that just doesn't happen anymore everyone's just so busy and so yeah. I'm like, I have that in my life in a much different context do you? yeah because I what surf way? I surf and um, to me it's like there's I never go to the beach to surf and not know anyone in the lineup so people go do you surf alone? I'm like yes but no I go there alone but I but I've been surfing for a while now and I surf my local break which is right near where I live mm-hmm. And um, and the surfing community takes care of each other. When someone gets sick, 
benefits are done and money oh, gets raised. Nice. When someone dies, we do a paddle out. Yeah. Um, we know what each other are doing and we know each other really well in the context of sitting in the water in our wetsuits between sets. So, you, you know, like when you're traveling, you're sitting on a plane, you might divulge things to a person that you might right. not tell to someone else because you just know them in that context. Yeah. I mean, I, I have really intense conversations with people that I barely know, but I surf with them on a regular basis. That's nice. Yeah, it's really cool. And then when someone comes in and they're, they're kind of an asshole and we don't know who they are and they're being jerks, yeah. everyone just like will be like, uh, no, you don't, you don't pull that here. Right. And you see the surfers defending each other and... It's pretty cool. Just that kind of community and that kind of camaraderie is really yummy. I it think. reminds me a lot like. of being having a music community. And it's like, it's kind of like how church is for people, but mm -hmm. it's based on something that actually exists because there is an ocean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there is a wave and you can catch it. So it's, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, I spent a short time going to church, like at post bands, because I was I felt like traumatized. Like I'd stumbled like. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, I think I felt lonely. Like um, Hammerbox wasn't. I was lonely for me, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't hang out with those guys, uh -huh. you know? And then, uh, I mean, as I think about James, I'm like, I barely spoke to James in that band. I mean, he would leave us so fast, like, yeah. see ya, I found a friend, I found a girl, I found what, like, he was just yeah. so quiet anyways. <clears throat> and then Dave, Dave, I kind of avoided a little bit, you know, whatever. And then Harris kind of, uh, we didn't talk that much. I don't know. We, I never, I didn't, it wasn't camaraderie. Like I kind of hear you guys or what you're talking about. Well, it's totally different. It's like, we're all girls. It's just yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how different bands interact with each other. Well, you know, that weekend, that was like the warm and fuzziest, like, yeah. I mean, I, I almost felt like a pathetic sister, like, please like me, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been years. I mean, it's just ridiculous to think about, but Harris like said like that. He's like, you know, like gave me some compliment, and I got totally weepy. Like I really need to hear that. Like I you hear know? you. Man. I'm not like truly. You know, yeah. it was like that. It absolutely, was. it absolutely was. Yeah, it, and it was nice. Yeah, I think everything I, was very sincere. Yeah, you know, it was like the sincerity, the positiveness. It was just like there was, was something in that room that weekend that was just like I've never experienced before to that capacity. That everybody brought like yeah. something. To the, you know what I mean? Yes. Like a positive, like good energy in the performance from the crowd, from like everything. Yeah. It was like so, like, and it, and it hit everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody was crying at different points, you know, mm -hmm. just like, whoa, like affected like that. Well, and it feels like what it should have been like. To yeah. me, I'm like, really? It's like, you know, 40 years, I'm like, I feel like life should always be like that, like kind of love and kindness and yeah. uh, support like that. But I think maybe when you're young, you know, in a different place when you're younger. Well, I wasn't there, and I'm really sorry that I missed it. I was having a colonoscopy since we're being so <laughs> <laughs> um, um, We should have brought it to you. <laughs> and, if you were, and if you remember our bands, you should be having one too. Um, but uh, I think what the way that you're describing it to me, what it seems like is like it's an absence of ego and insecurities mm -hmm. of like there's mm -hmm. no everyone's worked through all that shit right yeah. so they're it's like everyone is able to sort of distill all the good things from totally. that era and just leave all the yeah. dumb stuff yeah mm -hmm. it's kind which of which awesome right? which makes me want to do like more stuff you know I know. What I mean? Like, right. oh, good, finally, that bullshit's out of the way. Now we can get to like, yeah, you know, the work. Me That's how it made me yeah. feel too. I was like, oh, that was. Oh, Think about the shit we could do now. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? With the worst shit's out of the way. All right. Yeah. Like, you know, I wouldn't be afraid to say, I want to wear this weird ass dress here. Yeah. Like, That's right, fucker. Like, yeah. you know, like, 
you know, yeah, you're so hair, much like, more comfortable in your eye. skin now, you know, as getting older and stuff yeah. that you're much, that's how I felt. I felt so much more comfortable in myself. Oh yeah. Like I, that was, that was really strange. I was like, wow, I feel totally different. I feel good. <laughs> no, like getting on stage, singing, yeah. like I mm -hmm. felt completely different than I did uh, 20 years ago, whatever we did. I, I, I completely did. It was That's interesting. Awesome. It was very interesting. I want to say, but Celine, as, Celine, you rocked it then. You rocked it. You sure. brought it at the benefit too. It was cool seeing you up there. It was different. Yeah, yeah. It was different watching the footage. I was yeah. like, hey, there she is. Usually I'm over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm for Valerie, especially because you're standing in the crowd. Yeah, it was a trip. It was a tr I was really aware of like, the fact that it was what we were there for and that you know I was having this experience of watching my band songs performed with Celine. Yeah, sure. With Ben and, and Tommy and Jason. not to be in it. With, yeah, Ben, Tommy, and Jason, which was awesome and sweet that they, like, yeah. I Liz and I felt really stoked that they, I would have, I know if, I, too, if I'd been there, I would have been like, fuck, I need to get up on stage and play these songs. Right, which Absolutely. I didn't have that feeling at all. Like, totally I was totally loving it. Give me that, that big ass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have traded that experience for the world. It was great. <laughs> But I was also really aware of the fact that James was in the same situation as I, yeah. but not by choice. Like he wasn't—he was watching his band right. perform songs mm -hmm. on, from the other side of the stage, but because he was sick, right? So it was like this weird sort of bittersweet, like yeah. having a great time, like experiencing this thing, but then also like this other part kind yes. of weighing on me. Right. So it was—it was a heavy night that way for me. But it was watching you guys perform and watching Coffin Break and mm -hmm. like, and then the, I mean, just everybody, like all yeah. the bands. I was like surprised at the layer of record like my it took a little while for it to like oh yeah i totally know that song like right oh, right yeah, yeah. and then like the memory started flooding in and then just you know halfway through the night it just looks like as if we had all been doing that for a really long time and watching everybody prepare for right. the show while there was so many people sick with like limited you know, oh my god, oh my god. Total different ranges of ability to play oh like some people had had a, some more time to prepare than others and whatever but you guys all were just so Focused and huddled, cold in that back room, like, <laughs> working on like With lyrics and like ball. trying to the yeah. stripper pole <laughs> and like all the crap crammed in there and like Steve like barely like able to move. You know, Rachel's fucking raw, just like yeah, yeah. but like the everybody pulling it together anyway and just like rallying and then and James hanging tough through both whole shows. Both like shows. the yeah. whole yeah. thing just was like and Ben and you organizing. It. I mean, it was just really. Cool to see it, and the way that the flyer was built, like the old days and everything. Like, I know that you know, for those of us that were in those bands and or fans of those bands at the time or whatever, it's more meaningful to us. But I feel like it's interesting for other people that may not even have been part of the scene to look at it because it was because we replicated a vibe right in a short amount of time without it being self conscious and like egoist. You know, it was just like coming from this pure place. It was really I feel like cool. people who got to see it, if they, I'm sure they could feel it. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, God, I wish I'd been there. There was something time, palpable. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was really palpable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, too, like your comment about feeling good or feeling good in your skin, too, I, I think that that's wonderful because, you, you know, that's a good thing, I think, about getting older, like women, like, in their crone phase and all of that, like you've earned the fucking right to, like, yeah. feel good in your skin feel powerful. I mean, it's such a joy, you know, like that, you should feel that way. Right. You should, get, you should get the full breadth of your power. Yeah. You know, and then enjoy it, be present to maybe then, you know, do more because that's healing people, that's doing good things. Yeah. And to be able to sort of comfortably, consciously sit in that and be like, yes, I am, you know. Yeah. I am this. Mm -hmm. I do this. We recently saw Patty Smith too. Oh, the day yeah. after her 60. Oh, 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 talk about bringing it in. Perfect. Wow. Wow. That 
that's great. I wish I would have seen that. She's I, like leading the way with a big old like. I saw only like a YouTube clip, man. And she does. She looks. You know how you watch people she and you're like so fierce, mm-hmm. like because everyone's or someone's hyped something up and you're like mm, that doesn't feel like in the day cool. But I saw a little clip of her and I was like, oh yeah, oh she yeah, was so that was great. We saw like, her New Year's Eve way. Yeah, you know? the way her body moves and her sense yeah. of it's it's her sense of of. Her persona on stage, her level of comfort on stage, bantering with the crowd and referencing her past and telling little stories. I, I have to say, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, and she's and and then a few months ago we saw Frightwig open for L Seven. And Frightwig is a band from the late '80s mm-hmm. from San Francisco, all female band. And I wasn't. I was going to see L Seven, so I was like, "Oh, Frightwig's playing." Yeah. I was just talking to my friends, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, Frightwig, Frightwig, holy shit! <laughs> and then uh, the drummer came out and, and did a whole song in sign language, Whoa. and she has long white hair, mm-hmm. and she's—I don't know how old she is, fifties or I don't know, sixties. I don't have any clue. She's got long white hair, and she was super emotional, like signing this song. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what she—I don't know sign language. So I don't know what she's doing, but just her body language and her facial expression and everything about her, I was like. Who's representing long, like white-haired ladies <laughs> from a stage who are signing? Right. It's like that's so. It's such a. It's such a thing you don't see very much. You see a lot of old dudes on stage. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel bad re- re- referencing this person as old, but she's got long white hair, man. She's Old's not bad. Old. Yeah. You know so I mean? um, yeah. Bring, bring the old ladies on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there is this thing where it's sort of like, oh, your youth was when you were interesting, right? And then you make a, some passage time and you do other things like become a mother or or other things happen and all of a sudden you what, you're not interesting anymore. I'm like, yeah. well, that's when you get the most interesting. Right. If, if you're willing to, you know, own it and then revel in it. And, and I, I think I, I really enjoy like a good performance, like a for real kick-ass, like I get to see um, things I was too young to see like Burroughs or Ziggy Stardust or like, I wish I could have seen some things that I was like, that was the real deal performance, good art. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we've seen it in our time, but it's like, there's just nothing better than that. And so I just love when you watch something like when that's so real, so good, so powerful. Yeah. Um, Cause there's just so much other stuff that's not as interesting. Yeah, that's what Patty Smith was that night. So real, so powerful, just the like the and the honesty and like yeah. and it was. It was like wow, like oh my god. Like we were standing in the back of the room and I couldn't see that well because I'm small. And I was just like, I, I can't sit here. I just like left these guys and had to move up to the front of the stage mm-hmm. and I got really close in front because I wanted to see her whole body. Like I had to see her whole body. I didn't want to just see the top of her and like because I was over everybody's heads. Right. And I was just like it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life, you know. And she's how old is she? Oh, sixty-nine. She's sixty-nine. She blew me birthday. away. Oh, she rocked. Like, oh, yeah, God. it was unreal. I was just like, wow. I so needed that. Yeah. <laughs> that was rad. I saw some clip where she was like wearing her jacket, and that was great. And then she took it off. But like everything, I was saying, way, like I wanted to watch her whole body. Yeah. Because um, I think about back back in when we had bands or whatever, like I look at, you know, I look at shows at Hammerbox and there's moments where I thought I was moving real big and it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's because of all the fears and the lack right. of confidence and other people might not say that, yeah. but it's sort of like, like I'm doing a windmill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really good at you, but I feel scared. Yeah. You know, like there's, I thought so much in Hammerbox about like, 
like so many things out of fear I didn't do. Like I always wished I was a modern dancer. Like a full, like, yeah. do you remember that David Bowie video with the woman? There was a modern dance troupe, and she had white blonde dreads, and it was a slow motion where she'd flip. Yeah. Oh God, I'll find it. I can't remember what. I can't remember. I thought it was David Bowie, but anyways, there's just I find dancers powerful, right? Yeah. And I always secretly, my mind was like, I want the purple skirt, but I want to fucking hugely move and you know. Wall, you know, yeah. like move the walls, you know, yeah. whatever. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> just too, whatever. Just too scared to do it. Right. Yeah. So I feel like when I watch people be comfortable in their body, yeah. I the think thing about Patty Smith is you can tell, you can tell by every little movement she makes and every little thing she does. There's this underlying solid um, message that is. Um, you're coming to me where I'm at. I don't care what anyone fucking thinks. Yeah. There's no rules that apply to me at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was hawking big loogies and spitting. I love that. Yeah. And he, she wasn't wearing makeup. She mm-hmm. was just dressed, wearing dressed real cool and comfortable, but looked. But you could tell her style. Yeah. Coming through. Um, yeah. It's just. That's a good way. That's totally true. You're coming to where I am. You're, you're paying to see her as an artist. Like, you can't, you know, and I, I love that. Like, this is what I do. This mm-hmm. is who I am. That's, this is what we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, no, no pandering. No, no pandering. <laughs> I just read uh, her latest book, right? The, uh, what's it called? The M Train. Yeah. M Train. I've never book. read anything of hers. Ooh. And uh, I know, which is, um, it was a shame. And I was reading, and there's so many uh, lines in there, especially about the passing of her husband. Just were so great. Just even one sentence where I was like, "Mm, "Yeah, that (laughs) says it." That just says it in a way that's like, "Mm, "It's grief" or and things like that. So I really, I really liked. You should read. Have you read Just Kids? I did read that actually a long time ago. I'll go back to it though because I I don't. If I I read something once, I don't usually go back. I don't have to go back to that. uh, and I just love when someone's like, someone's a writer. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Have you read Viv Albertine's book yet? No. It's, oh, you have to read you that. Read so She's good. Fun. Close, 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 boys, boys, boys. What slits? Yeah. Music, oh, right. Music, on. music. Yeah. Close, 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 boys, boys, boys. boys, boys, boys. That's nice. the name. That's the title of the book. Yeah. It's so I love it. And it's based good. on what her mom used to mutter when she'd come in later when she'd fuck up. She, her mom would be like, close. music, music, music. Close, 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 boys, boys, oh, boys. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my god, I love that's it. That's a great book. You would love it. You have to read it. I'll go get it. I'll get it right away. Yeah, there's something good like that. I feel like I feel super hungry for that kind of thing. Yeah, um, you'll do uh, it. The thing about her uh, Patty Smith's book, another one of the things that struck me that I really liked a lot and made me feel better about myself is just the amount of time she just sat in that cafe or just fucking passing yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> you were admitting to like watching like uh, Some shows, cop shows. shows. Yeah, and like and then I didn't feel so bad because I'll right? definitely beat the crap out of myself about what have you been doing? Like, yeah, what you haven't written anything, you know, or is this really? I remember my mom was alive. We were in Minneapolis, and I had said, um, I know Ryan was three, and, you know, I had him when I was 41, and, and that's good, and it's also sort of no one prepares you for the all your time going away, right? There's no time for yourself, and I was telling my mom that I was having this, like, angst around, just having angst in general, like, oh, you know, where do I write songs when I fit this in or I'm tired or blah 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 and I was like well, mom you you know you had Eric and I you were a single mom like how'd you do it and she was like yeah I didn't have this problem 
<laughs> she was like, we had a routine and I liked it. She goes, I don't have this angsty thing you got going. <laughs> and I was just like, mm. <laughs> good for you. That's great. <laughs> but so reading Patty Smith's thing or anytime someone's like, or reading writers where it takes them seven years to write a book, I'm always like, oh, oh really, I'm not thank God, you know? It. Yeah. I'll get to it when I, you know, I'm going through other things and those things are real, right? Like you right. can't speed up grief. No. You know, you can't speed up your midlife. You know, you can slowly get to know yourself. Uh, you can be happy about that or not. You know what I mean? These are the things I'm finding out, at least in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. I feel like. So, like, I feel like 10 years ago, I sort of just hit a weird depression, like hit a wall. It's like, it, it, I've never in my life been so, like, flat on my face, lost and depressed. Like, wow. not, I could, couldn't tell you what I liked at all. Like, just don't even, and I'm, I, until, hugely intuitive yeah I'm gonna do that next thing and just bam boom you know and then as just a slow getting out from under that like everybody's different with that kind of thing yeah um slow like getting out from under that and then um you add some wine to that and it's even slower <laughs> yeah. you know are you that. ready to get out of the ditch yet no no <laughs> no it's cheesy really good <laughs> yeah you <laughs> gotta let that up. process play yeah. itself out because i kind of hit that three years ago mm-hmm. and i'm coming out of it and i hear you it's but, like yeah. i could it's feel real. that from you though i swear to god i totally felt that I'm from right. you, you like me, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah i was like man i feel you like yeah. seriously because it was yeah it's crazy it feels like a fight everyone's different yeah. like so uh like an ayurvedic medicine i'm like a double kapha it's like sticky stuck sitting in a ditch like to get me up ooh, the fire in the belly mm-hmm. is just taking has taken a long time this year feels profoundly different whatever's mm-hmm. happened 10 years you know whatever that is you slog through it you slowly get your revelations for me for me anyways and then this is the year where i just was like what are you doing? Like, you know, I've read a couple books that struck me too. Like I like, a, uh, I like the book of big magic, by Elizabeth Gilbert, mm-hmm. uh, it's all about creativity. And, uh, and then I also like Chandra Rhines has her book, the year of yes. Mm. Loved that because book. both of them were like, it's because it, I think I had this misconception of it's not in the dreaming daydreaming. It's in the doing. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you are essentially what you do. It's you know yeah, not what you, you talk about, about or what you think yeah. about, whatever. But what you yeah. actually do is you know yeah who you are with, with some rationality. Like yeah. I'm a mom, I work forty yeah. hours a week, so right. that's fine. But at the same time, it, it it sort of woke me up in a way that was like um, you are passing a lot of time with Netflix and wine. Like, yeah. Time I was TCM. TCM. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I just want to watch Cary Grant. Fuck it. Yeah. It's soothing. <laughs> I watched the shit out of the office, like seasons England and everything, like just just whatever soothing. It's the yeah. narcotics of like you know, right? Uh, for many people right now. Yeah, you didn't have to too. It is the narcotic. It's like. Oh, I'll just, there's so many shows. And so I'm kind of wary of that. Like, I'll be a little like, mm, you're, why are you doing that? Like, it's a very acceptable Yeah. Socially oh, acceptable. Yeah. 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 It's I got, you I watch got all the shows there. you want. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Like, especially with people getting sick and things like that. I'm like, you will, you're going to die one day. So what am I doing? Right. Uh, so this year, I feel extremely, honestly grateful that I will. I don't know. I was ready. I could just feel it in my gut. I was like, "Okay, you're getting ready. You're getting. You're getting done." Yeah. With whatever this horseshit is, and it just in January it just clicked, and I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, 
what do you, what would you, what do you want? Like, and, I, and for a long time it was really hard post uh, Hammerwalks and goodness and any of the experiences. It took me a long time to be like, I want to be signed to a small label. I want to make records. I'd like to tour in Europe. I'd like to go to England and Ireland. I'd like to play a show in Montreal. I don't fucking know how that's going to happen. I do not want to talk to anyone who says, well, Carrie, the music industry's changed. You know, I'm like, that make me depressed. Yeah. And I literally have got, like, baby wings and said, right. fuck off. Like, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But I need, you know, like, I want, the, if, if, you got to be able to say, what do you want? You exactly. Know, like, I want to go to France for a year with my yeah. kid. You know, like, I want... I want to be a musician again. I don't want to be a project manager. You know what I mean? Ryan and I have talked about this forever. Like, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for the line of work, and it's been good to me, but it's not who I am. Right. So I've got to find uh, and, and I'm, but at the same time, I'm perfectly happy just to fucking have that thought. Yeah. I'm so grateful just to be able to think that, because especially with my mom passing, there would be days where I'm like, oh, you should really, you know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't have that in me. Can I say something that my sister told me? She's an yeah. artist. Please. And she said, downtime is part of the creative process. Absolutely. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> within reason. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't want to get stuck there. But I like that. I'd never thought of it that way before. I thought that was a pretty cool cool way to, um, really cool context to put that in. No, you're right. I didn't think that's healthy. I, th I just think that I don't want to, I just don't want to be sad anymore. I want to be excited about life. I thought with my mom passing, I was like, um, this is starting to feel like the karaoke therapy moment, though. Like, um, <laughs> I just thought, I have hopefully 45 more years without my mom. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Well, that's like my whole life. That's a long time. Yeah. Like, what do you, you've got to find your hope and happiness and excitement. Like, and I knew it would come. You know, it's it's still coming. But it was kind of a scary thought because I was sad. I, could, I did not feel that for a while. I was like, okay, you got like 40 some more years. What are you going to, you got to find some happy reason why you're happy to be on the planet, you know, like, yes. that sounds very dramatic, that's kind of how I felt. Everybody mm -hmm. gets way. lost, and yeah. sometimes it's good to get lost, you know, I mean, sometimes I've wanted to get lost, I'm like so sick of what's going on around me, it's like, can I, I just want to go get lost, I would purposefully try to get lost, like seriously, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I don't want to know where I am, or who's even like around me, I want to be lost, you know, yeah. I've felt that way. Like, yeah. where you just want to completely disengage and wander off, you know? Like, and, so and do being that. a woman is different than being a man. Yeah. Very much in this way. We're moms. Yeah. We don't have that. You can be a dad. I don't care how sexist this fucking sounds. It's the <laughs> fucking truth. You can be a dad, and it doesn't really change your life that much. You can opt how much it changes your life. But when yeah. you're a mom, yeah. sorry, I know you're a dad. No, as a father, I agree, though. Yeah. There's no assistance over there. <laughs> when you're a mom... You don't have that much latitude in your decision making. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's very different at that point. And do you feel that too? Like I, um, when I had Orion, uh, one, I just wanted to be with him. I'm just, I'm super. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. We were yeah. talking about that. It's like, yeah. We're with our kids all the time. Yeah. And then like one day away from like, oh, I miss him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's we're like, the, it's the best feeling. Like yeah. he's fucking funny. Like Orion's hilarious so right now. And he talks with his hands. He's like. Yeah, and as their sense of humor starts to develop, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. it's so incredible. Yeah, like, <laughs> and there were times like we'd there be he had band practice or whatever. Like I just couldn't separate. I still have guilt. Like even today, like when he's like stay here, and I'm like I, I'm more fun. I'm like like a doing like a drowning rat. I'm like I gotta do this. All right, yeah. like I gotta get out of here. Mommy's not you know like yeah. Uh, but I did. I, I found that hard sometimes to like go. Do you guys find it hard to make time for yourself? 
Yeah. Are you or listen? How do you feel now? Um, yes and no. I mean, I um, I waited. You know, I didn't have Tucky till I was forty-two when I had him, which is great. I think to me it was the most perfect time to have a kid because I really felt settled. Like I'm ready to let someone else have a spin. I had an awesome spin. I had a ridiculously I had a ridiculously extended adolescence. <laughs> so I'm gonna grow up a little bit. And have a kid. Um, it's been pretty cool, you know. Yeah. And you went back to school too, right? Yeah, I got my master's in nursing a couple years ago. Oh, right on. That's cool. Yeah. Sorry. That's not a small thing. That is no. not a small thing. I mean, I didn't really. I couldn't. It was such hard work, and it was in a it was in a condensed accelerated program. Oh, really? And I was working, and I had a baby, so I could never really take the time to appreciate how hard it was until I graduated. Then I just wanted to go up into a field and just flip everybody off and spin around in circles like Julie <laughs> because it was fucking a lot. That was hard, but I just had to have my nose to the grindstone the whole time. Like when you're working out, you're like, yeah. I can't stop and take a break and then keep working out. I got to keep working out. Yeah. So I did that for like three years. I was just like working out, <laughs> you yeah. know? But that so. can kind of be a good thing too, right? Like because you're like, I don't have time to like clear off into to like to make it wor- like yeah. worrisome, you know? You don't have time to be like, oh, I'm going to go worry about it. No time to worry about it. I didn't realize how much I love bullshit fucking off because after <laughs> I graduated from, after I got my master's, I'm like... I'm a master's man. I'm gonna fuck off, and I'm gonna get into all kinds of bullshit because I just yes. I just worked really, really hard. You deserved it. I mean, that is a lot. Of, you go to like you. Know, I would have massive burnout, especially three years intensive like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's nursing. You ain't fucking around. You're doing you're doing clinical rotations. So yeah, people's lives are at stake. You know, it's right. not like you're just like you know stuffing envelopes or something. You have to be. <laughs> you can't space off when you're yeah. a nurse. You can't like. I'm going to space off for a minute. Most jobs you can space off. Yeah. You can't do that when you're yeah. a nurse. It takes a lot of focus. So when I'm not doing that, I, I um, fuck off pretty hard and it's pretty fucking fun. That's awesome. To get at it. Do you like it? How's love it? it. See, that's great. It's awesome. I mean, to have and do something, that, everything that you do, you know, that you love, that's a good life. I think that's awesome. I'm very happy to have a work identity that, that accords with my values. Yes. I think a lot of people don't have that. So I feel really fortunate. That's awesome. Yeah, I think you're right. I definitely think like you're right. Like if I like like a lot of times I think asking someone what they do that's kind of a shitty question. What do you do? Well, you know, what if you work? What if you're a barista? What kind of answer does that tell? It doesn't tell anyone anything about you. Right. So, but I don't feel that way when I now. If someone says, "What do you do?" I say, "A nurse." I'm a nurse, and I'm very. Um, I feel very proud of that, and mm-hmm. I feel like it. It has a lot to do with who I am. That's awesome. I think that's a huge, like, that's just a good, like, healthy, robust life like that. Just to have all factors in your life. Get to be something where you're like, I'm interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I was a massage therapist for a long time. And I think that that's a, that was a great profession for me, too. And I still do that somewhat. Um, but I just, I get restless after a while. You know, yeah. I need to move on and do something different. And um, I think that I've got... So a lot of movement in that industry where I can go. Okay, I can go anywhere. I'm a I'm an OBGYN nurse now. I'm like this kind of nurse or that kind of nurse. Yeah, yeah. I work in a Latino family clinic, and I'm really happy that I work in a place that has values that reflect my values. It's we serve uninsured patients, we serve undocumented workers. Almost all of our patients are from Central America and Mexico. You speak Spanish too. Mm-hmm. The job is all in Spanish. That's amazing. <clears throat> 
So not only are you a nurse, now you're like trilingual. What do you know? You speak French, Spanish, what else? Do you speak something else? Uh, like, not that good German. Anymore. I used to speak some other stuff, but if you don't practice it, you lose it pretty fast. Tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I kind of want to go speak? back. French. Oh, really? You and I used to every once in a while. Okay, sorry, I forgot that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I never talk about it. Why would I, you know, when does that come up? It's so funny when people say, I didn't know you spoke French. I'm like, you can never know that about somebody. I know, right? Like, how would you know that? And how do you not, like, toss that out with sounding like an a-hole, too? Like, well, I speak French. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, never comes up. Oh, no, like, how, how awful is this? Like, the one time that, <laughs> the time, like, uh, uh, Box did a tour in Europe, I lost my voice. The show we had to cancel was the... Oh, Paris show. No. Oh, I, no. I literally was like on, on stage banter. No. And I literally was like, like you got to fucking be kidding me. That sucks. Oh. It was awful. Yeah, I was like, well, this is just. Hmm. I was so happy when we played Paris. I was like, yeah. yeah we're playing Paris. I know. Like, oh, my God. That like, was badass. It's like the best city ever. Yeah. You're like, if I can have a couple days to hang out, that would be really great, too. Yeah. No, it was, I couldn't believe it. I was like, sure, of course that's happening. All right. That's cool. I had like I had like a notepad too. I wasn't allowed to talk, so everything. I'm like, how frustrating is that? Right. Like everything. Shut up. Yeah. Give me the. You know, like, well, it was just awful. <laughs> oh well. I should learn something. I should have yeah. learned something. You can assign. You can assign the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird though. I wonder if I still have that pad of paper somewhere. I think that'd be kind of funny to see. It was funny recently. Okay, we we toured Europe and um, we all got together recently. I can't remember why we were together. But um, the four of us, I think we went to a show, either L7's recent show or Bates and Toyland. Uh -huh. So we're all at my house, and we had brought some photos and stuff together because we were trying to get together the artwork for the album cover that we're putting out, the live record that we're putting out. So we're all going, brought our box of stuff down, and we're going through it. We all have the same notebook from the it's tour. The itinerary. The itinerary, the itinerary book that we had from the tour. And everybody was journaling in their tour book. Oh, so we're awesome. all reading like the same night. I'm so <laughs> These stories. These stories mm -hmm. that, um, oh my God, it was hilarious. Like it was... That's awesome. One person would be talking about a person, another person would talk about me, the same person, whatever, that came backstage and was hanging out or some <laughs> crazy thing, you know, that went down. It was... That was the funniest night. So that, that was, was a great night. That was a that great was such night. a great night. It was that Babes in Toyland. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's what yeah. Was. I love that. Such a great show too. Did you guys always like? Um, I have two questions at one time, so my head's exploding. Um, where's Where's Roshi? Where's she? What is she doing? She's, She's hanging out with Lulu. 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 Yeah. Right on. I know. I knew too. All right. Um, so I would like to see her again sometime too, and we should do this again sometimes. I would love to talk about. Here's my favorite story that you were telling is like, and this is such a small thing. You know, you guys were, you were, I think Valerie, you were talking about driving around, and you and Celine like trying to park the car, and you were yeah. mad at each other, yeah. and you're trying to get out of the yeah, car. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, oh they didn't get along either. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we'd fight. We'd fight like crazy. Oh totally. I was like, I just we're like sisters. Like, <laughs> I love that. What were you fighting about? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean. Who knows now? But it was intense. Oh yeah. Like I remember we were coming out of the Pike Place Market. We were in our, our van. It was yeah, our it was van. Metallica. We were going to a show, and you were mad because we canceled yeah, practice. We were mad. So yeah, and I was like, what? Like, god damn it! You know, I want to practice. I was pissed off and. Whatever. I went to jump this out of the van. Me. We like pulled up to this thing. I went to jump yes. out of the van. I was like, I'm out of here. I was just going to jump out of the van, right? Well, I go to open the door and there's a cement thing right there. We pulled up into this thing where you have to exit and get the ticket or whatever. And I slammed the door into the side of the cement thing and I was like, 
I shut the door and then I just opened the door a couple of times again. Can't kill my crown the door just because I like I wanted to. I was like dramatic then, yeah. Blast. yeah and then just yeah. had to like sit there like god yeah that's the like, worst <laughs> and then another time i remember we were in the practice space and um we were i don't know me and Bella got a fight about something i can't remember what but there's these little tiny space heaters right because yeah. it's freezing oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah. cold ass practice space and it's we little yeah. heater sitting there doing this little heater thing and i was going to high guy pissed and i just run up and I freaking hit and kick this little space heater. It goes flying. And that was Roisin's like first practice with us. She had oh, just joined no. the band or something. And she's like just sitting there like in <laughs> shock, like watching both of us. And I just like booted that heater across the room. And, and well, yeah, she's just like, <laughs> oh Liz my God. Like, hey, like what the one. hell did I just get was into? Yeah, I was at the Dutchman. That place was cold as fuck. But we always made up. The Dutchman was down like <laughs> under the viaduct. Yeah. Um, was it on first? Yeah, Georgetown. 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 It was, it was down Georgetown. Georgetown. Was it like on the way to Georgetown? Yes. Or was it in it Georgetown? Was, on the way to was Gary Mueller? Did he have a studio in there? Is that the Dutchman? Maybe I can't I remember the guy's name. That ran it. He was like in the, the, the front room, a little crowded front room he had. Yeah, that's funny. I think it's the same place. It burnt down. Anyways, did it? I don't know. Because you were talking about heaters, so you had like a paint heater. Oh. Like, right, like a tube that goes, and it's like just red at the end. Right. Like, yeah, they dry out rooms, dry out rooms and so stuff. Like, don't put your foot there, it'll melt your shoe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a hazard. <laughs> Anyways, we should do a part two of this sometime. Yeah, we'll do a top part two. I'm sure we could go on and on if it huh. seems legible to you guys. Just so awesome. parts. We can have episode seven. Just do that. Okay, five. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we do my phone too, or something like that. Yeah, be fun. yeah, totally. I mean, hope you find it fun. I it's like, super fun. It's cathartic for me, and yeah, I'm really enjoying the conversations, and it's just so nice to be able to like connect uh, uh, and commute. Yeah. yeah. So. Agreed. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See you guys later. Okay. <laughs> bye bye.